Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, May 31, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? The first thing we do is pick apart the daily chart. Is anything jumping off the page at us from the daily chart perspective? So obviously we had another down day, yesterday being a gap up and a crap down to the flat line, today being a down day, the S&P or SPX as you will, was down about 25 points. It's a little more than one half of 1%. Now that being the case, we don't make a federal case out of that, and we do notice that we are in an uptrend, the trend is your friend until she throws your shit out the window. And we do have some unfinished business up north with the completion of the inverse head and shoulders pattern. Therefore, the market's still in an uptrend. We're in a pullback situation. The market goes up, it pulls back. It goes up, it pulls back. It pulls back a different amount each and every time. But in an uptrend, it goes up and it pulls back. It resets the tape. It goes up and it pulls back. Will this pullback be deeper or not? Well, what we use for that is something nearby. What's nearby that we can use as somewhat of a bogey, as I would like to say? We use this breakup candle low, 415 and a quarter. There's a gap just below it. You want to stretch it to that, that's fine. But if you start closing candles like daily candles, daily closes below that price, below that area, It brings into view, certainly, the 20-period moving average. Get below that, and the tape begins to change. It could still be a pullback in an uptrend, but the best-case scenario for the bull case for now is staying above that breakup candle low at 415 and a quarter. We also said last week and uh, several times in the live room that markets like to come back and run a test of when they get too far away from home base. What's home base? The 20 period moving average is home base. Market likes to come back once it gets a little bit far from it and check in or double check back at home base, the 20 period moving average. So as the 20 period moving average creeps up on this chart, since we're in an uptrend, it is creeping up slowly. Price is coming back slowly. They're coming back to A, run a test of the breakup candle low and B, run a test of home base, or in the vicinity of, at least come back to check in at or around home base. Put that on a sticky note. What do we have on some shorter term charts that we can draw from? And remember, there's a method to the madness. When we look at the 240-minute chart, we notice that home base was around today's low, or today's low was around home base, however you want to look at it. Remember what I said before, there's a method to the madness. There's a reason why that's important. What about the 120-minute chart? Again, the low of day is around home base. While all charts act and react the same way, they all look slightly different, the daily chart hasn't got to home base yet, but the 120 and 240 has. They bounced off home base. Why is that important? Funny you should ask. Here's a snapshot of inside the numbers. I'm going to point out a couple of important things that happened today, not only in the live room, but certainly for inside the number members based on having, quote unquote, the numbers. 
and you'll see why those moving averages came into play a little bit later. Pause the video, I urge you to do that. Double check the numbers against what is written. In other words, read the stuff and double check the work. So the important numbers this morning shape up like this. 419.10 begins to open the door for another leg lower, below 419.10. Remember I said that. Staying below opens the door for this zone down here, 417.90 to 417.15. Below, we'll talk about it in real time. There's the rest of the notes. Double check the work. Let's see what else we have. Opening bell gets closer and closer. Market's dripping a little bit lower, 417.90 to 417.15, give or take, is the zone of support so they should bounce back from. They start to bounce, 931, 419.10 is overhead resistance. 417.90 is the top end of support. We wait for them to do one or the other. 944, 419.10 is overhead resistance. There can be a scalp-worthy reaction back in the other direction. They start as a scalp with potential. We take a profit. We put it in our pocket. That's the base hit. That's what we do in the live room. That's what we do here. We hold a trailer for the Whopper Jr. or whatever they're going to give us. 419.10 was the spot. We think better in pictures. Right at the vertical is today's activity. As you see over here where the circle is, the market opened up below it. It ran up to it. It's overhead resistance. The high was 419.22. They had a reaction back in the other direction. The scalp gets taken, and then all of a sudden, they give you the Whopper Jr. How much is the scalp? Five to seven points. I'm not suggesting entries that don't include a five to seven point scalp with potential. We're not looking for two points. 15 minutes into the day, that trade is complete. The rest is trader's choice. Some traders wrote it all the way down for the Whopper Jr. Now, the next thing we're going to talk about in a little more detail, I'm going to give you the front end of it, scroll up, pause the video, read the notes, and go back to the charts. Here's the crux of it. 417.90 to 417.15 is a zone of support. And keep in mind, we do what we're comfortable with. We have something for everybody. I'm going to explain the whole thing. But first, I want to give you the opportunity to pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. Everything I'm going to discuss is in here. I just want you to see it. I want to get it of record, and then we'll circle back to Stocks on the Move after. Back to the pictures. 417.90 to 417.15. So what happened first is there are traders that are looking for a quick scalp, and that's fine with them. They got their opportunity with a spike of 417.90. We talk about spiking the numbers. We talk about it in the room. Some traders will buy at the number in front of the number. Some traders wait for a spike. Some traders wait for the middle in between two numbers. Some traders will only wait for the bottom. We have something for everybody. And what I describe and explain in the live room is this. We all do what we're comfortable doing in this trading business and in our lives. If we get into a trade or we're in a situation where we're uncomfortable, the first thing we want to do is get out of that situation. That's what our mind is telling us to do. So in a trade, in an uncomfortable trade, we're looking for excuses to get out. That's why I say, for example, the one-trick pony, the one-entry trader who's only got one contract or one whatever, one entry, can't buy the top of a zone. They have to wait for the lower portion of the zone. Traders that are willing to go with 
multiple entries can do the top, middle, bottom end of the zone and still leave some dry powder for the just-in-case. We're going to talk about the just-in-case and how it unfolded and why and what the value is in what we're doing here. Not every trade works out the exact way you want. Yesterday, we had four trades quick, no heat. Today, one of the trades, the second trade, we had a little heat, but we're able to work out of it for those traders that didn't take a quick scalp. And the quick scalp was right here. Once they hit 417.90 and spiked it, they bounced up and we had traders that certainly took profit there. But that's all they were looking for. Remember the method to the madness? So we have some traders that are in from a variety of prices. Some were in from here, here, and here, okay? And they're in a position and it starts closing below, candle closes below 417, which you'll see in the notes if you go back and read them, that's not necessarily a good thing. But we need a backup plan. Sometimes we can't have a backup plan because one doesn't exist. However, remember the method to the madness. There's a reason why I'm doing this. A, not every trade is going to work out. We all know that. But when we can work out of a trade because we have another place and we can visualize it, that's a different story. So we start talking about this in the live room. You'll see it on the board also for inside the numbers. Go back to the 120 chart, the method to the madness. I told traders in the room, look, even if they come below 417, 15, 417, the next thing down is that 20 period moving average on the 120 chart and also the 240 chart right here. So coming back to run a test of the 20 period moving average or home base isn't really that out of the ordinary. What happened after they did that? We'll keep it short and sweet. They rallied. That was it. Rest of the day. We also said in the live room, we're looking for what? Quote, unquote. We're looking for a morning low. When did we say that? Before and after they put in the morning low. If they were rising all morning, we're looking for a morning high. Maybe they go sideways. Maybe they pull back. Morning low. Maybe they go sideways. Maybe they go lower later but we're looking for a morning low. We got the morning low. Traders got out of a jam. Most everybody got out of a jam. Some traders took a small loss on that trade. Some traders took a small profit on that trade. Some traders got the afternoon run out of that trade. Not all trades work out right away, but what I wanted to show you is, A, not everything works out all the time as we might design it. Not every trade works out, but we do have a process. We can work out of a trade. We know where other numbers are. When you're in the live room with me, traders are privy to all this information. It's a different comfort level than flying solo. Put that on a sticky note. And by the way, here's another discussion we had in the room today that clicked with one of the members, so I kind of repeated it and realized that it's probably more important than I thought originally on the surface. And the way I described the market was, it's a big if-then statement. You don't have to worry about the news cycle. You don't have to worry about all the things that are problems in the economy, problems in the world, the wars, all that stuff. You don't have to worry about all that stuff because the market is a big if-then statement. Go back to the daily chart. If the market gets below the breakup candle low and the gap and even the 20-period moving average, then it's a different thing unfolding. The trend could be breaking. If the market stays above the breakup candle low and above all the moving averages and the trend remains 
in an upward direction, then the door is still open for another push higher, and it was a pullback in the midst of an uptrend. If then we can narrow it down to very short time frames, and it morphs into larger time frames. If you have an understanding of A, how the market works, everything I teach in the live room, in the course, in here every night, and you have an understanding of where the numbers are, then you understand that it's a big if-then statement, and we can take advantage of that from an intraday perspective. We can take advantage of that from a daily chart, weekly chart, and monthly chart perspective. It's a big if-then statement. What's going on over in Camp IWM? If-then. If the market is below all the moving averages, the trend is down, and therefore, it's a bearish setup. See how that works? Look at the weekly. No change. We talk about this just about every night. This is a channel. It's a bearish, flaggish, wedgish kind of thing. Top of the channel, bottom of the channel, top of the channel. Here we come. Are we going to the bottom of the channel? If the bottom of the channel breaks, they break the chain and this begins another leg down. Symmetry will come into play around 160 and below. If they break the chain in the upward direction, they begin to climb this breakdown candle. Right now, it's a bearish, flaggish, wedgish kind of thing that tells us that energy has to be released and it will likely be released in the downward direction unless they break the chain in the upward direction above all these moving averages. That's the if-then from an IWM perspective. See how I inserted this, but it's the same thing we talk about every single night. Therefore, no change in camp IWM. It's weak, very similar situation with the folks down at the transportation department. Below all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. My contention is you close below there on a weekly basis and there's another leg lower coming. And if you want to stretch it out a little bit, you just use this low, which is 13,475 points lower. It's not a big deal. Transports were down almost 2% today. They got what's called in the trading business, smoked. My second favorite market leading indicator, a number one canary in the coal mine. This is not a bullish chart setup. What about the Q people? They're high on the chart. They have to, at some point, come back toward, they don't have to hit, but they have to come back closer to home base. What's home base? 20 period moving average. What's in the way? This breakup candle low at 340, and they're nowhere near there as of today. If there's going to be, and it's an if, if there's going to be another leg higher, it's all the way up at 359.35, give or take. I would put that one on a sticky note. Just for learning purposes, what do you have on this chart above and around the 20 period moving average? Well, first you got the breakup candle low at around 340. And it's not that far from this area, which the market ran up to and pulled back from, which creates and makes it a breakout area so they can come back down to test this breakout area. And if they're down here, it opens the door for this gap down here. Not saying they will come here, but that gap, at least for now, and over the next couple of days, will coincide roughly with home base, the 20-period moving average. Now, this is a big shot from where we are to the 20-period moving average, but that's the progression of events. And we can use the if-then statement again, saying, if they get below this, it opens the door for this. If they get below this, it opens the door for this. Getting below doesn't do the trick. It's closing candles below. When you're looking at a daily chart, closing daily candles below. It starts 
from intraday and morphs onto the daily chart. Financials got a little hit today. They were down around 1%. It's not a bloodbath, but they got a little hit. They filled the gap and bounced off the gap. That doesn't make it bullish. That's just a function of what happened today. Below all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. This chart does not look healthy. When you bring up the weekly chart, this chart does not look healthy. If they give up on weekly close, the 200 period moving average, that's a negative sign. This is not a lot different than the IWM chart we looked at. It just looks slightly different, yet it's the same concept. What this is telling us, that the banking issues that were there are still there. Smash Mouth got hit today down almost 2.5%. I think the AI bubble is letting out some air. It's high on the chart, coming back to the vicinity of, or at least in the direction of, home base is not out of the ordinary, breakup candle low, use the if-then statement, same as the other charts. There's a gap below that. This low opens the door for the breakout area. Below the breakout area opens the door for the gap down here, which is below the 20-period moving average. Not saying it does all that, saying this could still be a pullback in a further uptrend. It can be. doesn't have to be the end. However, we talked about this in the live room today. Last week can be viewed as an exhaustion candle. This is technical stuff 101. I didn't invent that. I don't have a patent on it. Exhaustion candle on volume. That's a sign and or signal of a trend change, or at least in this case, a trend ending. And then you get the reversal the next week if you get follow through to the end of this week, or at least most of the week is a reversal week. Guess what? Then that was an exhaustion candle and a reversal following. NVIDIA was what we call in parabolic territory. See this monthly chart? You make a low about a year ago, not a year ago, in October, end of October, or this is the October low of 2022, and that price on low was 108.13. Half a year later, it's over 400 bucks. That's parabolic. We looked at Avago, Broadcom, whatever they call it these days, same routine. This is yesterday's high. That's a reversal tail candle on volume right out of the textbooks, right out of the course. Sign or signal of a trend change doesn't mean they can't retrace it, but that is a topping signal. And there's more of those, but it's no wonder the SMH is pulled back a couple of days from the gap and crap yesterday to the pullback today. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.